Welcome to the Counseling Clutch, episode number 52. I'm your boy Kyle. Today I'm joined by BMW, a.k.a. Big Money Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La Cabra. Is it Cabrera? I messed that up. Cabra. La Cabra. The goat in Spanish. $2 bill. Dos Dolores. SP. Que pasa? Ghost Hustle. You said what? I said and Ghost Hustle. Oh, yeah. Ghost Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and, and SP Sterling. Global. And Ster- yeah, Sterling. <laughs> With a G. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Roy, Roy's using his FMLA today. Um, taking care of some business. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> is he not? <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with the NFL results for the uh, conference championships. We got the AFC conference title. Tennessee lost to the Chiefs 30, uh, 24-35. Any surprise in that game at all? No. Well, yeah. I was surprised yes, that uh, Derrick Henry didn't get yeah. off, for real, to be honest. I was, but at the same token, I'm not because I think Derrick Henry getting a lot of hype over, not over hype, yeah, over hype because this is still Derrick Henry. Let's we're not gonna act like he hasn't been in the league the last what <laughs> three four years. Derrick Henry has been that back that always would run the ball like a million times and just get like a big yard, a big pop. Niggas been saying that for a while. So yeah, but he's not. Yeah, he it, just it, didn't get that big pop. Yeah, he's been in the league since. Uh, Oh no! It's what two years, three years. He left Alabama in twenty eighteen. No, I'm lying. Sixteen. What the hell? Is Wikipedia all over the place. Nevertheless, uh, yeah, Wikipedia re- is not a resource. Yes, it is. I graduated from college with Wikipedia. <laughs> it's definitely a resource. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's been in the league since twenty sixteen. Yeah, this is fourth season, and he uh, this is first season. Well, last year he went. For a thousand fifty nine, the first two seasons, he was splitting time though. Yeah, so it's like it's I don't know. I got the sample size isn't big enough for me to, to like give him. Yeah, so no, I'm not surprised because it's still Derrick Henry at the end of the day. And if you stack nine in a box and wrap the nigga legs up, you should be all right. And blitz. Yeah. Put the ball in. <laughs> Got to touch him before he gets. Put the ball in Tannehill hands. And y'all, all right. SP, you said no shock there. Nah. Um. Outside of yeah, like I already said, outside of Derrick Henry, um, the Chiefs just too potent, man. Uh, the Titans got a pretty good defense too, but I think their defense is a little. I'll say this. With physical teams going against a team, a track team essentially like that, it's kind of it was kind of like it was long overdue for them to take that type of L, because I'm trying to think back. I feel like most of the other teams that they played were more physical teams. I mean, the Patriots they just the Patriots, so we can't even go there. But Baltimore's a physical team, and they kind of just outwilled them. But in this instance. They they couldn't do it, um, and I'll leave that there because if I talk more, I'm gonna go into the Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. Hey, t- t- yeah. t- that, that's why I didn't want to dive too deep. Tennessee, Tennessee's uh, yeah, defense yeah. was ranked 21st this season. Yeah, nobody ever this said year that. they were 21st. They weren't good at all. Hmm. Yeah, they just ran the ball all game. So 
<laughs> I'm surprised at that though. Cause I feel like they, they got some good players on that D. Good players and actual co- uh, collective. Yeah. Not, that that kind of goes to another conversation, so we can keep. Moving. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to segue to another topic, but uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll kind of break that down in a couple more topics here. But uh, moving on to the NFC, we got uh, the Packers versus the 49ers. Was that game a shock at all? Yeah. Nope. I say yeah. Especially Why not? Oh, like it's a shock to you. Oh, no, I was just going to say it wasn't a shot just because of the last two times that the Packers played the 49ers. I mean, they're just a better team, period, point blank, end of discussion. And Kyle Shanahan is a boy genius out here when it comes to the offense, it looks like. Anyway. No. He ain't no oh, he, genius. He just doing yeah. what daddy did. All, all he's doing <laughs> is well, handing the ball off. Hand the ball off. Hand the ball off this running back or that running back I mean, or another running back. You, you make it sound so simplistic, but apparently it can't get stopped. Uh, who knows why? Hey man, we run a, we use, run a zone running team. I mean, we run the zone as we all know from high school. It is easy to run. It's not that hard to stop. But if you get the hats on the right people, it's gonna pop. I uh, can't really say it's not hard to stop at this point because they they working them, and they damn sure work the Packers. I think they said Garoppolo threw the ball what seven times? Eight times. It was six for eight. eight. Yep, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> oh, you know he that don't do even that. sound like twenty twenty. Yeah, I just need this nigga to go for like five hundred. So uh, it's, it's check and be mad. It sound like the Chiefs. I'm not the Chiefs, but it sound like uh, Tennessee with with goddamn Tannehill. Hand the ball off, hand the ball off. Let Tannehill throw a couple passes. That's it. No, but they literally was not, not letting Garoppolo throw the ball. Terry Hill throws the ball way more. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. They deserve nah, to throw the ball. And Derrick Henry damn sure ain't running no zone. He ain't got that type of quickness. Yeah. He got to get downhill down fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dog, it, I, to well, me, it was, I thought the Packers was going to have a better game. You said what? You thought the Packers? I thought the Packers were going to have a better game. Okay. Yeah, because the, the score is 37-20. It seemed like oh damn they they bet, they only lost by two touchdowns and a, you know three scores but two at, touchdowns at, 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 yeah when the the Roy, he's not here he's not here so we, <laughs> we could be we could be realistic he's not here so oh uh, yeah the uh, scores okay, the, cool. the, so yeah analyzing and watching the game the, <laughs> the score the score was a whole lot uh, further away than that seventeen points those those last couple they got a touchdown late which was just some, some scrub stuff and uh, I think that was. What they score one more time in there somewhere? Yeah, but realistically, the game was over at halftime. They was they was down twenty eight, well twenty seven zip. Yeah, if they would have scored before halftime, I would I would have held a little faith. Yeah, and uh, goddamn, what was it? Moisture. That but buddy rushed for uh, two twenty four touchdowns. Yeah, you call that man moisture? That, though. What is it? Moisture? What is it? <laughs> Moster. Moster. <laughs> I think it's like hey, don't give me lying. Yeah, nevertheless. But the guy with the M. Whatever it is. Yeah, the running back for San Francisco had, had 29 carries for 220 and four touchdowns. Ridiculous. Second all time. Yeah. What moving on to the uh Super Bowl. We got uh 49ers versus Chiefs. Any predictions? Well, not any predictions. What's your prediction? Chiefs. That's more. That's more of my. That's my heart talking more than my head. Though I, I, I'll be the first to admit. Shoot. 
I always go with my heart, so I'm gonna say 49ers. Chiefs and one. This nigga. <laughs> Chiefs in one. I just don't. I don't. I don't oh, think sorry. that. I don't think they. Uh, the Niners. They got good defense, but I don't think they can keep up with. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think. The, yeah, I don't think the Niners can keep up with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs. My bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Chiefs are annoying. Yeah, because they're that team that they all they need is to get the ball to like one of their fast receivers, and then he popping for like nine yards. But you can hold them. You can have them held down. They like that annoying nigga that you play on Madden. Like you be getting this nigga down third and ten, third and ten, third and ten, and this nigga get like a play for like fifty seven yards. And Mahomes play. don't get he don't get he seems like he don't get flustered like at all. Like he could be down two or down thirty, and and he still seems in that same he got that same mindset. Like he don't get flustered. He don't make a lot of crazy bad decisions. Yeah, shit. That the run he had was that last week or the week before that. The big one he broke, it was yeah. It was the 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 sloppy yeah. the sloppy yeah. It was it was it, it was terrible <laughs> watching it, but it worked. <laughs> and he ended up scoring on what forty yeah. some yard run, or whatever the case was. And that proves the point what we were talking about when we were saying niggas don't game plan to stop Patrick Mahomes from running because you don't yeah. hear him running. You saw how sloppy that was. Niggas just couldn't for some but reason he, tackle. But he's not slow tackle. either. He just don't. He just runs. He's yeah, not a runner. So run, he runs to throw. He yeah, so once he takes off, it's like, ugh, that look weird. But it's not like he running like Tom Brady slow or like Peyton Manning slow. He got he got enough speed on him to to run the ball. He just don't doesn't. But uh, yeah, I got a uh, Chiefs and Chiefs and one. Word word. I bet both y'all said Chiefs. I got Forty uh, ers Why do you think the Forty ers are gonna win? Well, because I just hate the Chiefs. Oh, fair I, enough. I don't want nobody in my division to win the Super Bowl. Say, say huh? <laughs> I said, I don't want anybody. Man, shut up. <laughs> in your division. Because I could have swore that Baltimore had the Cleveland Browns and. and uh, oh, my God. Oh, SP, don't you want to talk about my, Miami and <laughs> some other, other teams in their division? In, I didn't know Miami was in the NFC North. That's crazy. Uh, well, like I, nigga, I ain't know San Francisco. You know what else? I ain't know the 49ers was in the NFC uh Whatever the damn Baltimore Ravens are. How about that? AFC uh-huh. East, West. You said the 49ers. North. Then the AFC North. Chiefs. Okay. The Chiefs. No, 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 no. I was talking about the Ravens. No. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. now nah, the Chiefs are in the AFC West. Yeah. Nevertheless, uh, you can't go back on your on your signed paperwork. But in, in, SP, in, in, anywho. SP, don't you got something to say? <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of not going, being able to go back, uh, Vegas is one of those places once you make a bet. All bets are off. You either win or you lose. Uh, looks like, looks like Las Vegas is gonna take the L on this one. Um, so earlier today, there surfaced the uh, I don't want to call it prediction because I actually just it's, saw this deleted off of IG. I can't find it anymore. Hey, if you Google it, it's all over the place on on Google. Like it, yeah, it, it I, seems factual. I saw, I saw it on Twitter too. Yeah, it seems like it's actually. You said it seems factual. Yeah, cause I googled it to see was it like legit, and it seems like it's legit. But I don't know. It's still early, so interesting. Nonetheless, uh, apparently the stage for the 2020 NFL Draft that is going to be uh, in Las Vegas will be on the water. Of the fountains of the Bellagio, so if you do, if you're not familiar with the Bellagio, is it's a um, 
popular, I guess you can call it a resort, um, in Las Vegas on the Strip. Uh, they have a fountain show that's very popular. Extravagant. And uh, it is, indeed, especially at nighttime. Um, and I believe they run it every 30 minutes or to the hour up until a certain time at night. Um, so pretty cool thing. Uh, but the NFL draft will be there. And apparently the players, as they are being drafted, will be transported to the stage via boat. You guys have any thoughts on this? All right. So, man, y'all niggas tripping in my what's the Westbrook voice. So the, so the, <laughs> so the intern just uh, sent me a, a link. So this is from. Okay. Uh, where is this from? NFL.com. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's NFL.com. NFL is location of draft events. And it, it, it's in Vegas, as we were stating. And it's uh, set against the iconic backdrop of the strip. The NFL draft main stage will be constructed next to Caesars Forum. Uh, I don't see anything in here about the Bellagio. And but if you look at the picture on NFL.com, you can still see the one yeah. in the background. Yeah, and that's the Bellagio. So I don't know... It, is, I guess they haven't officially put that part out yet. I mean, it's oh, on NFL.com. Is literally the picture that's everywhere. The NFL draft will open on Thursday, April 23rd, with official NFL draft red carpet, which will be constructed on the framed fountains of the Bellagio. So as far as... as I mean, far as that, it sounds cute. As far cute. as the boat situation, that may have been a little stretch. Yeah, that's real extra. You know how long that draft is gonna yeah, be. That. that that takes extra time. Man, you know how 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 scared a nigga would be if he ain't never been on no boat before. He on the <laughs> that was my. First I mean, part. I'm like, you get that country nigga from freaking <laughs> the middle of Texas that don't bang with water here like an old lineman. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. now granted, I've never been in the actual water where the fountain shoot up. It looks really shallow. To your point, with I'm fairly that. certain it is. So it's probably like one of the little. I'm not sure that'll be an issue, but like I said, the timing aspect, and then I just um, actually found out that they're going to be shutting down the Las Vegas Strip during the draft during this time, which they, I, that's why to me they they pay Vegas a Facts. lot of money for that. Had to hey, no, they, the Raiders there, so they, they they probably got out some season tickets and some they, suites. They dropped them. Oh, they dropped a brick on that. That's no, some, some, somehow Vegas and the Raiders are negotiating. I don't think all of that was NFL. Either way, money was spent. Money. Ra- Raiders money. probably making money off this too. Probably. Because you some know the nigga who get drafted by the Raiders, they're going to definitely be the man of the time. Their Facts. first draft pick. Oh, they got like two first rounders too, don't they? I don't even know. It was from the uh, Khalil Mack trade. Mm-hmm. I want to say yeah. Well, the, in, the, sure intern, the intern, the let y'all know later. <laughs> After the commercial break, they'll come back. Basically, but shoot, uh, since we was just talking about the Super Bowl and we was talking about schemes and and everything like that, uh, Darrell Reeves was at home watching Richard Sherman get burnt and tweeted about <laughs> it, and uh. Now niggas re- it reignited a beef that's been going on since like 2012. So, uh, do we need to go in depth of what this beef is, or do we just want to say our opinion on it? 
Uh, give, we'll get a little give a little bit of background. A little quick, little quick All right, synopsis. So, All right, okay. So I like Reeves what you did. Highly there. regarded as one of the best cornerbacks ever in the NFL, um, behind like Deion Sanders and some old heads that people won't even know. But right. you know, you just got to say okay, just because everybody said it was great. But as far as Darrell Revis, this man was literally he had his own island. <laughs> they uh pretty much he was locking people down. He was following the number one receiver, and they said this man had Revis Island. Basically, it was no way you get you get, you passing him. He became the highest paid cornerback. Uh, he would do strategic one to two year contracts um, instead of doing like five six year contracts, um, just so he can get paid because he was the best corner. So he's going to get paid as the best corner. So he kept his away from getting franchised and all those other things that will stop you from getting paid. Um, and uh, Richard Sherman, basically, around the 2012-13 season, he started popping off at the mouth, talking about he's the greatest this, greatest that. Um, and uh, at that point, you know, Revis was still still a thing, and they started beefing at that point. Uh, apparently, it was a, a conversation amongst people in the league a lot, but, you know, it wasn't a thing where everybody was out spoken and talking about it but basically uh Revis uh and Sherman been beefing since 2012 uh Richard Sherman has after after Darrell Revis fell off he's been considered like the best cornerback in the league um I'm not gonna go too deep until you know the breakdown of why he shouldn't or shouldn't be until we actually start talking about it but basically you got two of the people who are considered the best of their position by a lot of the pundits beefing um basically and the beef comes from how the position is played. Darrell Revis, uh, Revis uh, and this is to start the conversation. Darrell Revis is basically a man corner. For those who don't know about football, it's pretty much you're going to follow that number one guy on the other team no matter where he goes, and you're going to try to lock him up. So the offense could be running zone, but you're going to be doing whatever you need to do to lock this guy up. Darrell Revis, everywhere he went, was that guy. Now, Richard Sherman is – considered the best what was considered the best cornerback but he was a more of a coverage corner meaning that he had a lot of help over top uh when i say over top i mean when you hear about people getting quote unquote burnt he used to have a lot of help from two of the best safeties at the time um back behind him uh he also plays a lot of zone which means you you cover an area not a person he doesn't travel with the best receiver so that the description of those two things is where a lot of the stuff divides like, what would you consider the best? A person that just does their job well or a person that actually takes the other man out no matter where he is? So, to open up the floor to y'all, who do y'all think is better, Richard Sherman or Darrell Revis? And also, what's y'all take on the beef? <clears throat> Clearly, Revis is better. Um, mm-hmm. As far, and this is, <sighs> believe it or not, this is coming from a person who's played in the secondary in my in my past life, <laughs> he said, "Believe it or not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real talk, man. I be P- telling pigeon, people, pigeon told niggas can't play corner, man. But hey, mm. true story, <laughs> true. Hey, hey, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to share some light. True story. And people that were at Phoebus my sophomore year can can uh, confirm this. I actually did not start safety on varsity." My sophomore year, because I was pigeon toed and our defensive coordinator was worried that I would trip over my feet in a key moment. Um, <laughs> Put him in linebacker, <laughs> and that is that that is stamped. There's many people that will confirm this, but um, yeah, man, 
as far I feel like this this debate is kind of wild to me. I feel like people are kind of copping Sherman out to an extent because I mean that's like saying in basketball if you have a Enos Cantor for example can't play a lick of defense. Should but he does his job well as far as what he's asked to do for our team as far as rebound and score. Now does that make him better? Than a player who does all three, because that's what their team asks him to do. Absolutely not, because the the abilities are still shown. They just aren't shown to a, a certain frequency because of what you're being asked to do. My personal opinion, I don't feel like Richard Sherman would have as much notoriety, would be seen as good as he currently is if he were to play man-to-man as much as Darrell Rivas did. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, like I said, I, I understand it to an extent, what people are saying as far as you, you can only do your job. Yeah, okay. Um, but what your job is and what you're being asked to do is definitely predicated on what you can do. A coach isn't gonna get isn't gonna put you in a position where they believe that you'll fail. Uh so that's that's kind of how that comes back around full circle. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of my take on it. Uh obviously Revis is better. Why? Uh speaking as the having the most defensive back experience and normal knees in, in this conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's, Revis is obviously better because, like I said, he's he's a one, he Revis Island. That's in its own. But he's a shutdown corner. He follows the best receiver on the field wherever he goes. On top of that, being able to play zone if they needed him to play zone, he could do that. Imagine if he he could do what he wanted to do in a box. Like he had over top help, and he was able to just play this this not even a third of the field, but half of that third because he had help over top. That would be crazy. So, is it? <laughs> you're not getting off that. You're not. You're yeah, not so his because ab- I got five. I got five yeah, yards. So his ab- his ability to wipe out a side of a field completely, regardless of what coverage the defense is running, puts him miles ahead of Richard Sherman. Because I, I don't believe Richard Sherman can play man. It's not like he just can't do it; like he's just trash. But that's not his suit. His suit is his own and having over top help. He plays well in a smaller, smaller field, a smaller playing field. Basically, he's able to shut that piece of the field down. But when you start to try to give him that whole third on his side or lock him man, then it's, that's when things start to get a little iffy. And at the end of the day, I feel like if you can't guard the best receiver on the other team, the, the coach doesn't trust you to do that because he's not going to put a second best or a third best receiver, I mean defensive back, on 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 Julio, on uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He's not. That's not going to happen. You put your best cornerback on this person to eliminate him, and when you don't do that, that means the coach knows that. Not that you're a liability, but he, your man-to-man coverage is, is iffy. So, on that side, on Reeves' side, he should have just left it alone because he retired. 
just just chill out. You 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 done. You got you got your. Nah, man, nigga, tired of niggas talking about let's, how good let's let them is. Everybody knows nobody's nobody's questioning who's better. I don't know. Nobody would do that. Nah, pe- some 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 people. Ain't some people they do. stupid. Some people use the blanket like as people saying, "Well, he does." No, I heard that, but no, they didn't physically nah. come out their mouth and say Reeves. I mean, Sherman was better. They they were just defending. Cause then, no, cause they, were defending, they were defending. Yeah, they were defending. They were defending Reeves uh, Sherman's play, which is fine. You do that, but nobody came out and said Richard Sherman is better than Darrell Reeves because that's ass. But <laughs> and ten, eleven, and twelve. But uh, but. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, it's that part is I just feel like if you're the best corner, then you follow the best receiver, and if you don't, it's either a because you can't do it, or b you have a close to or equal to other defensive back on the other side who can, for the most part, do what you do. So kind of like Baltimore, not Baltimore, uh, Legion of Boom, uh, Seattle back in the day when they had uh, was that Bronner. Was the uh, the DB on the yeah yeah he was the other yeah, DB on the other side of uh, yeah. Sherman, and then they had Thomas. He was doping and he was doping uh yeah. in Seattle yeah but over, so then you got Sherman and Earl Thomas over top so y'all that all of that just culminates together to being able to showcase yourself because nobody's throwing deep on you because over top nobody's throwing and they can't really throw short because <laughs> you're there. And like I said, it's not like Richard Sherman's trash. He's a very good defensive back. Let's not get that mixed and screwed in the in this situation here. He's a very good defensive back. He just doesn't play the typical role of a defensive back of a, of a number one. I'm the best in the league defensive back. But nevertheless, he's not better than Revis. Revis should he should have just let the beef go. You at home, he could have played a couple more years from. What uh, Uncle Shea was saying, but he didn't treat his body correctly, which is why apparently the Jets paid him six million dollars to go home. So when we talk about we talk about this, then it's like, all right, well, Reeves, you could still be in the league. Well, maybe not now, but you could have still played another two, three, or four years. But you treated your body like trash, and now that's why you had to retire because your your career was cut short due to not short, but shorter due to your your uh, preparation, like yeah, preparations, which is which is which is a good but, like with, with uh, Dion, his preparation was superior, which is why he was able to do what he did. Exactly. So his preparation put him above. That's that's what sets you apart from everyone else. When they start looking at stuff like that, you could, you got talent, you got this Thanks. and the third. But when they start looking at the the intangibles, as they say, that's one of the things that. That gives you that boost in front of somebody else. So, yeah. So both of them, I can say both of them are wrong. It's Reeves shut up and Sherman shut up. <laughs> Basically. Well, Sherman need to shut up anyway because he, he's going to find a way to yeah. say something. But, oh, yeah. Um, he's going to talk anyway because that's yeah, how he is. Yeah. yeah. Get a little Stanford <laughs> degree, man, and just don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually graduate? Yeah, he did. I oh, think he went man. back, didn't he? Yeah. Cause I don't think he graduated. No, early. he graduated. I mean, I think he graduated early. Yeah, but he went back. Cause uh, he left early okay. and then went back. Yeah, my re- yeah. my research. Uh, and by research, I mean Shannon Sharp. What he was saying earlier, uh, said that. So yeah. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, my take on that, I think Revis is definitely the superior uh, defensive back based off um, being able to take out the number one person on the other team constantly. Whereas even though Richard Sherman wasn't asked to do it because of the scheme, at the same time, Richard Sherman benefited from pretty much a good system. I'm not saying he's a system corner because it's kind of hard to be a system corner when it's just zone. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. You should be able, anybody should be able to play zone if you're in the NFL. But when we were talking about the Legion of Boom, for those who don't know what the Legion of Boom is, it's basically the, the defense of the Seattle Seahawks where Cam Chancellor will probably kill you if you get the ball floated. Same with Earl Thomas. So playing corner. Unless you uh, Derek Henry. Yeah, yeah, well, he old. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was about to say, man, you got, hey, yeah, people no gotta cut him no some slack, man. I, <laughs> he tried I know. He tried to box him out. He definitely wrote a check. He definitely wrote a check. He couldn't cash, but I, I feel like people lose sight of the fact, like you just said, Cal. He old yeah, now, yeah. Old and hurt. True that. True that. <laughs> yeah. He stay hurt, but um, no. So, so like the Legion of Boom, like when you think about how people were beating Seattle, they weren't beating them throwing deep. They were beating them, running the ball and throwing intermediate uh, passes. So if you got people that can't throw deep, and you a you're a cover corner, you're not a cover, you're a zone corner, and you only play one side. I mean, what is there? How much is there for you to do besides when they actually throw the ball at you, just not get the ball, uh, not get uh, catch, not get the ball caught on you, basically. So most of the game they're not even coming your way anyway. But when they do come your way, you got to make a play. Because you're not throwing it deep. You know what's coming to you. So he does his job. But at the end of the day, kind of going on to our next subject, one-on-one, if, we, if they did stuff like they used to do back in the day in the Pro Bowl, if we went one-on-one, number one receiver versus number, like number one corner, and they did drills, <laughs> Sherman would be getting eight up. Julio versus Sherman, eight up. Julio versus Dez back in the day, eight up. Every week we saw that happen with Revis, and he was not getting eight up. So There's no uh, Sherman Island out there. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not. not even a peninsula. <laughs> makes no sense. I know crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think people lose sight too of the fact that the higher the higher you get in level when it comes to any type of athletics or sports, the smaller the margin. Not only does does the margin of error get smaller, but the scheme matters even more. Like matchups matter even more the higher the level that you get. Because, I mean, essentially everybody's good to at least a certain degree to each level that you reach, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I say, like, you should, as a corner, as a professional athlete, you should be able to play cover three, cover two, or cover your third of the field and not get beat every time. At that point, you don't deserve to be in the league. But he did his job, but I think he kind of talked his way into the conversation, even though he had the numbers. Like, with Jalen Ramsey, he kind of talked his way into the conversation, even though he had numbers. Well, he was like, the mouthpiece of the Legion of Boom. Yeah, because everybody else was just doing that job and knocking niggas Right. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga make one little tip pass on a short throw. Uh, <laughs> Crabtree, crab mediocre. Right. Like, nigga, that ball was... Uh, when they showed that replay, I was like, oh, okay. That was definitely an underthrown ball by an inaccurate quarterback. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to bring that up. But... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, Q. Uh, hey, before we yeah. uh, before we move, uh, Google best defensive backs 2019. There's a poll, not a poll, but a uh, well, yeah, I guess it was a poll. Stephon Gilmore's they have is the number one overall best cornerback. His numbers and what he did, and uh, your man's is 
21. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we could take it with a grain of salt, obviously, because it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a yeah. ball, it's not based yeah. off. And yo, it's kind of hard with play, like with corners. You you basically gotta if it's if you it's either the eyeball test or advanced. Yeah, because like uh, they got for Gilmore, his little paragraph says uh it took a year but a rare big money for for foray into a free agency, but the Patriots paid huge dividends twenty eighteen. And then it says uh he forced the NFL's second highest total of pass breakups twenty while allowing opposing quarterbacks to complete just 42% of their pass attempts and have a 56 passer rate. So, like you said, you got to get into advanced uh, analytics. And then it's kind of hard It's kind of hard to even give him credit for uh, longevity as far as being successful for a, a large extended period of time just for the simple fact that he plays in a zone. Sherman my, or, uh, my personal oh, opinion, Sherman. Yeah, because like, I mean, yeah, you could say, I mean, he's been he's been pretty consistent these last nine years. Yeah, but he's playing goddamn zone. Like, if if you put a lineman, if you put an offensive lineman in the same damn scheme for nine years, and they're a pretty good player, I'm pretty sure they'll be consistent too. Yeah, the scorecard <laughs> will look good. Right. But hey, but uh, can't fault the man for playing yeah. zone. No, I can't. He's a good corner too. So, but uh, as Mr. Roberts alluded to earlier, which would actually be a very good uh event to do at the Pro Bowl, one on one receiver versus DB to see, you know, we we could shut a lot of this down. But uh, and from going from NFL to NBA, an idea was thrown out that very same idea in my SP voice. But uh, uh. <laughs> Dame Lillard, a.k.a. Dame Dollar, a.k.a. I just dropped 61 last night uh, for Martin Luther King, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know his other nickname. A.k.a. Alfred. Go by Big Dollar. You said what? Yeah, I, you, you got the nicknames on Dame. But, uh, but no, nah, he, uh, he threw out a Dame suggestion. Town. Yeah, yeah, that one. He threw out a, <laughs> threw out a suggestion. CJ, uh, he told us, I guess he was talking to CJ McCullough about it. And uh, CJ was quoted as saying, they should have a one-on-one tournament during the All-Star break for money. They ain't proposed the idea where you can challenge people. So basically, probably like a you know, one-on-one game, maybe the five or seven, win by two, you know, a little make it, take it, take it back to the to old days. Maybe somehow they could find a street to play on on somebody's driveway. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but nah, which what y'all think about a one-on-one tournament? I don't I don't think it'll it'll work because I don't I don't think too many too many people w- wouldn't want to be exposed. Correct. Yeah. And I will tell you right now. They ain't play but they ain't is calling out Russell Westbrook. Oh, 100%. First. First. Easily. First. <laughs> Easily. Because this nigga been talking about, yo. That's the only matchup I want to see. I don't even care who who else do that. No, I'm lying. Dog. I want to see Patrick Beverly play against somebody. Just so I can see him <laughs> lose. He going to have nine fouls. He going to have nine fouls. Man, he going to be looking like that dude who in the court. That's that's okay on the pickup game, but just trying way too hard. Oh, like yeah, just putting yeah. way too much effort than everybody else. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, but outside of Dane calling out Russ, he's definitely calling out Russ first game. But yeah. I niggas, yeah, like you said, niggas are pretty much scared to get exposed because uh, 
you can see somebody calling out LeBron and he's not going to play because I'm oh, old no. and I don't want to play. And yeah. You see somebody calling out Kawhi. He's like, man, load management, bro. Yeah, man, right. <laughs> I'm not, a, I ain't even playing in the All-Star game because of this. Yeah, it got to be like a, a pool of people who are down to play. It can't just be like, yeah. I have to call any nigga out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph will be out there with her hand because yeah. he's calling him out left and right. Because he, he's definitely probably not a great one. Well, he can't play defense, never mind. Yeah, but the defense, 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 defense is how he's going to get fucked up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see Kyrie calling niggas out, uh, you know. But I, I, I could, it's a good idea. Um, fun fact, they actually did that jump back in the day. Uh, I think it was like the 70s. I was listening to um, the I Couple the other day, um, Chris Bouchard and Rob Parker. And when they first talked about the idea with CJ McCullough was talking about it, uh, their intern or – well, he actually has a job, but their research <laughs> basically let him know that during the, um, I think it was during the NBA finals, like in the seventies or something like that, they had like a one-on-one for like $10,000, a tournament for like $10,000. Um, yeah. But it was definitely like in the seventies or something like that. I think if you did it but, now, it'll be a lot of, I ain't gonna say, end of the bench guys. Yeah, it'll have that a pool of players. Yeah, uh, that'll play just for, the, for one, for the money, and two, for uh, the notoriety and the, to kind of get their name up. So you can see, oh, he a good player here. He a good ISO player. He an offensive player. Oh, he a defense player. He locks such and such up type situation. Yeah, it's like, and they was talking about too, like uh, who has who has stuff to lose and who don't have stuff to lose. Yeah, they were saying like LeBron has no reason to play because he he has everything to lose. Mm-hmm. Kawhi doesn't have anything technically to lose at that point because he's like, st- at the end of the day, he's still gonna be Kawhi. They were saying Dame has something to gain because niggas always sleep on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westbrook has nothing to lose. Uh, they said Steph will have everything to lose again because he doesn't play both ways. I don't so know about where you stand in the league. I don't know about Steph because everybody already know he can't play defense. So yeah, right. but him getting, to see it, him getting exposed because a lot of times, a lot of times his teammates kind of cover up for that. But to see him one on one getting broken down, oh yeah, I mean, that's like, a lot. I don't that, think nobody nobody wouldn't be surprised though because we know he can't even though, even though his teammates cover him, we still know he can't play defense. So I don't think he. I don't think we, we know. I don't think people would look we at him. Know. the casual fan don't know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's probably a lot of people out here that that, uh, that don't know how bad well, he is on defense. Yeah, I yeah. don't care about them. We talking about people that know basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the casual folks that don't know that they, they no. We are well, talking about All Star Weekend, so you're gonna have all the IG thoughts trying to catch something that's gonna be there. So true, true. So those those are the casual <laughs> <laughs> that we're talking about. <laughs> I'm stuck uh, on the trying to catch something. I don't know. Yeah, that was a left. It's some of the directions you could have went. Hey, take it how, how you want. They're trying to catch something. Or, 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 or give something. Yeah, catch something, give something. Ooh. Do something. Yeah. Before two something. Before two something. Shoot, before the game. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Great idea, but I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Too much pride, but they could definitely do this in the um, G League. Oh yeah, what's the All Star Game at Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I like to see that in the G League first. See that work? Well, not first because they're never doing the NBA, but I like to see it in the G League. Yeah, that'd be it. It just be yeah. interesting to see just like who really, who really just got like if a bunch of New York niggas will win because you know how that, that that's, that's their thing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Ain't no New York niggas in the NBA right now. I mean, it's probably a couple out there. Them niggas ain't nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the intern. Man, the, the, hey, the intern to get yeah, back to you yeah. on it. Yeah, you, I remember I looked at John. Because I, I remember looking at John back in uh, college. 
And nigga Keith was like, yeah, something, something, something. New York play basketball. I said, nigga, it ain't nobody in New York from uh, <laughs> in the NBA right hey, now. Si- and I looked it up. It was really nice. Hey, side note. The intern just texted me and uh, told me that the uh, Oakland Raiders have two first-round picks, three third-round picks, one fourth-round pick, and one seventh-round pick. And they still ain't going to do that. Probably not because their coaches, I don't know what he is. He's still a money for one. They're going to get rid of Derek Carr, though. It's coming at some point or another. I don't know when. It's about to. Hey, man, they're going to they gonna, they gonna get Thomas, man. Hmm? Tom Brady. Said, no. going to, uh, San Diego. I was about to say, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Nah, yeah, he he can't go to Vegas. Nah. I, don't, I don't see that one. Hey, I could definitely Phillip, see San Diego though. Philip Rivers moved to Florida. LA. He moved his family to Florida, so he might be he might be a buck next year. I wonder how much I wonder how much it costs him as many kids as he got. That should have had to be a grip, boy. <laughs> it don't matter. He got it. Yeah, oh, yeah, he uh, definitely, definitely got yeah, it. They probably, they probably got into the Winnebago and, and and you know went across. The <laughs> hey man, that just means Tyrod about to get a shot. Nah, nah. I wish. Oh, I damn. really I, too, too optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I, that's my hope. That would be my hope. It's yeah. a long shot, but my hope it would be just because of nah, Tom, Tom Brady gonna come up in there and, and blow that. Yeah, game just up. just because of the weapons they got, and I feel like him and that's in the system and the people they got offensive people they got around, he'll be able to thrive. But what what they what they have offensively, but you know, we know how to yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Speaking of how things do, we'll be right back after this commercial. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Appreciate that uh, ad anchor. You always hold us down. We're going to move on from the, uh, from some NBA talk. We're going to move over to some, (laughs) to our our ladies segment, as somebody might call it. and this is ladies' night. Yeah, that right there. That right there. Now we got uh first we got uh Carrie Champion. Everybody uh everybody that watches ESPN knows who Carrie Champion is, so I don't have to go in any further detail with that. But uh she's decided to leave ESPN after seven years with the company. She uh she started back in twenty twelve and she started with the tennis channel and, and most people remember her initially from uh being a moderator slash host of first take with Stephen A. Smith and everybody's favorite uh, Skipper Baylor. If the best of them all, yeah, let him let him say it. But uh, oh, on Twitter she tweeted, uh, "Over the past seven years, I've grown from hosting First Take to having my own show on SportsCenter and experiencing so much more in between. ESPN will always be a part of my legacy, and I am proud to have been a part of theirs." And she also added, "I'm excited about the next chapter, and we'll share soon." So. Uh, I don't know. Seems like she got some some stuff lined up some, that are apparently bigger than what she was doing on ESPN, which is kind of well, about to say, which is kind of crazy because ESPN is ESPN. So it'll be interesting to see what she. Man, what if you see her on Fox Sports? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> 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 Bro, that'd be hilarious. But uh, uh you gonna see Lil Wayne pop up out of nowhere singing the Undisputed theme, and it's gonna be like, all right, Kerry Champion, what? I'm still waiting. <laughs> hey, quick vote. I ain't trying to dig too deep into that. Whose intro is better? Wale or... <laughs> all, right, well, all right. Come on now. Come oh, on you're, now. You already know. You already know. Oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah. On, come yeah, on, yeah, man. I forgot. But uh, but now, what's your thoughts on Carrie leaving uh, ESPN to go on to her future endeavors? Well, as a viewer, I stopped watching ESPN three years ago. And um, so, 
I, and, I, and I found her. This has nothing to do with her. Her leaving. Congratulations on all that. But I found her a very annoying on first date. So I, that's when I kind of stopped watching it. But um, congrats to her um, and, every, and her, her future endeavors. I don't know, man. I got I got to backtrack on that one, man. I don't think I think she was probably the best the best host that they've had, as far as a uh, female anchor host on first take. I don't rock with Molly. She too much for me. Yeah, my, I feel like Molly and 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 Joy are the two worst. Like on air, <laughs> yeah. It's like they want to be the third, the third person. Yeah, that's moderate. not. They want to do more than what their job description is. They're not like Richard Sherman. They, that is a good. They want to go above and beyond, especially, especially Joy Taylor, boy. Boy, when when, when she left and with the uh, the cowherd junk, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Cowherd's gonna overtalk. <laughs> Most definitely. Or he's gonna ask for her. He's gonna ask for her opinion and just be like, ah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit funny, but it's definitely true. <laughs> But um yeah, congratulations to Carrie. Um had a pretty good run, I think, at ESPN, like she said, had her own show. It's not a well, let me run that back. Previously there weren't a lot of people who had their own show on that on that network. Shout out to Mike and Jamel. Facts. Numbers don't lie slash his and hers slash six o'clock sports. Hey, people people don't remember uh Stephen A used to have his own joint with the uh Yeah Stephen A. Smith. Had Allen Iverson crying on, the, uh, <laughs> on national TV, talking about Larry Brown and how you sorry. But um, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, her saying that was kind of on some. She was stepping on her own little pedestal at that little moment. But I mean, she's 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 done enough, and she's warranted to have her moment. Yeah, I mean, she was she was so lead. I give her she that. She was lead on that on that noon sports center, which is. Was that that's right after the first take go off, right? Yeah, so the show that was the man. I started watching Sports Center when Scott Van Pelt and Stuart Scott and all of them dropped off. Rest in peace. Uh, SVP still do it. He just do the night yeah. like what, like eleven. Yeah, yeah. He got his own yeah, little jump. Yeah, that's solid. Little segment yeah. jump, but yeah, 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 he deserved it. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, but I'm I'm like Cal. I ain't really watched this. I ain't tuned into ESPN like years. You know. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Once Skip, for me, once Skip left first take, that was probably when I stopped watching ESPN. Because that and, and, yeah, between yeah, that too. and uh, his and hers, those are the only two shows I was watching on first take. I won't really watch in Sports Center anymore. I used to leave work. I used to leave work for my lunch break, which was 45, 45 minutes just to watch uh, his and hers for a little bit, then go back to work. I'm gonna tell you a show I thought was funny, but it, it got old to me after a while. Um, Dan Lebatard joint. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, joint with Poppy. Yeah. Dan Next on my t- my son's TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, Thank you for watching. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. He be he be rapping the uh, he be rapping the lyrics. No, oh, they used point. to have me gone, bro. Oh my lord! Raindrops, <laughs> smoking a huh. <laughs> highly questionable. She's bad and bougie. Highly questionable. Yeah, 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 highly questionable. That's funny. Well, yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, he yeah, liked. Uh, well, I was gonna say he the sports version of George Lopez. 
or George Lopez Basically. is the com- comedy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, Poppy's funny. Man. He's hilarious. But uh, keeping the trend of uh, ladies' night, as Cal so eloquently sung earlier. <laughs> oh, what a night. <laughs> the, oh, uh, the baritone. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the WNBA had a big, huge stepping stone they crossed uh, this past week. Huge. Passing their, uh, their new CBA. So it, in- it increased player salaries immensely, ensured maternity leave, and improves their uh, marketing and traveling for the league. So basically it kind of breaks down um, – where'd it go? Yeah, they signed their their, uh, their CBA, their collective bargaining agreement, for the next eight years. And uh, they said it previously agreed – they uh, changed the one they previously had because they had bad deals on compensation, benefits, travel, arrangements – Revenue split and a whole bunch of other things. So the uh, the main thing out of this is the maximum salary went up to two hundred fifteen thousand, which is a hundred thousand dollars more than what it was previously, which is kind of crazy. And it also says top players can earn up to three hundred thousand dollars more in uh, league marketing agreements. I guess just depending on I guess whatever they're doing, like how good they are and and their marketability and stuff. Basically, to try to keep them from going play, playing overseas, and because mm, most of them had second jobs overseas. Yeah. Then it also says uh, those two figures combined with additional incentives for achievements like All Star Game participation, midseason tournament victories, could amount to more than five hundred thousand payday for the league's brightest stars. So money wise, they going they sh- their uh, those top players get getting uh, get paid in terms of WNBA standards. What else we got here? Hey man, shout out to yeah. them. y'all. Go support y'all local WNBA team and stop uh, being IG woke. Go actually support. Yeah, them. you know that ain't gonna happen, bro. They need to, yeah, they need to come on during a better time of the year. I'm sorry. <laughs> True that, but uh, <laughs> and also talk about their revenues. <laughs> this nigga says just, my life is just not uh, continuing on. Uh, Word, <laughs> bro. It's doing football season. Well, the beginning part of football season. Well, not football season, but the, the start of football in general. Draft time. Oh, yeah, I about to say that. OTA, OTAs, all that stuff. But uh, as far as the revenue split, it was saying that, like, LeBron and Steph Curry uh, have been getting 50-50 revenue splits. WNBA uh, star players are only getting 20% of the revenue split. What, the TV deal? Uh, it, it doesn't say specifically. It just says the revenue split. It's probably based off their their actual items being sold. Yeah. Oh, okay. G-g-g. I don't I don't see LeBron and Steph Curry getting fifty percent of the TV deal when everybody else not. Nah, yeah, I was confused. Start. I mean, I was just confused on what revenue. You know, what I'm saying, but that makes sense. What you just said. It might be like merchandise. Yeah. 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 Also, what we got the league now officially requires all of its teams to offer fully paid maternity leave. Parents uh, playing in the WNBA are eligible to receive childcare, stipends, housing assistance. Nursing mothers will be providing provided with necessary accommodations while more veteran players will be will uh will have access to reimbursements for family planning, costs involving adoptions, fertility treatment, egg freezing, such so on, such more. Uh finally interesting. Hey uh so husbands go ahead and start shooting the club up. Y'all got it. That's, that's interesting said. though. <laughs> Cuz you know like in in corporate America, oh I'm sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, my bad. All right. This is the last little paragraph here. It says, finally, players have historically struggled with their travel accommodations. The league regularly cut corners by shipping teams from game to game via connected flights that left them with insufficient time mm. to prepare for the next contest. Players, more often than not, were seated and coached, and some, like uh, Brittany Griner, who was six foot eight, <laughs> were, were sometimes seated in the middle of a row on a plane, and only veteran players were given their own rooms and hotels for away games. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that shit ain't funny, but that shit is definitely funny. It's so wild. They get treated like regular It was carrying them. Like, crazy. But, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Like, on uh, this step? Because it's moving definitely in the right direction. Huge step. Giant step for womankind. Real talk. It was carrying them. Yeah, that's wild. Like, Bro, yeah, what was you about to say, SP, though, is about corporate America? Oh, yeah, because, like, nowadays, corporate America, you know, you got people that take uh, paternity leave. Um, I literally, one of my coworkers is literally about to go on paternity leave sometime here in the next, I want to say, month or two, um, six to eight weeks. You look like 10, 15 years ago, you rarely ever see that happen. So my thoughts were, I wonder if any people in the NBA would push for them to get like treatment in regards to uh, that matter. Oh, you said the yeah, mm-hmm. patern- paternity leave, not maternity. Right. Yeah, right. I always say because I know for us, like for our maternity leave, the the woman gets six months, and then when they come back to work, they get full pay, but they get to work like half a day. Damn. So and the, and the men only get three months of maternity or paternity. They leave. get three months though. Damn, that's still a lot. I think we, I, yeah. ironically, they were just talking about it at work. I think today or yesterday. I think they get, uh, I forgot. I want to say it's like three. Was it like three weeks? Um, it ain't. Yeah, nothing, I it ain't nothing. We get like man. six to eight. Yeah, it ain't nothing wild. But I mean, it's, it's better than nothing. Hey man, I was told we get uh, we get. Yeah, I, I was told we get like uh, puppy leave too. So, about checking puppy leave. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta check into that. See, did we get puppy leave? Uh, man. Okay, puppy leave. Wow, all right, that's wild. Hey man, we, you can do FMLA on your pets, man. That is wild. All right, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, look now, I'm I'm looking like wow for real. <laughs> okay. Let me go cop a let me go cop a dog real quick. Right. Come on, <laughs> man, that's just come be on, all work. Look, I was doing it anyway, but now I, I'm just doing I got more incentive <laughs> to do it now. <laughs> Uh, oh, Jeez. Hey man, I'm gonna need about eight weeks off, man. I'm right. I'm gonna need about eight weeks. I'm gonna need. I need to get, get my, my pup right. Get my baby boy up to. A, yeah, man, gotta get him up to half a year. You know. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to want to have no separation anxiety or whatnot. You know, don't want to confuse him at everybody else's crib. You know. That's crazy. But uh, at home. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's a it's a it's a big yeah, step. The the thing that got me is that is the salary. That's, it it went up a hundred thousand mm. dollars from last year, and it's at, only at two fifteen. Even though I know, I mean, I know they get, yeah, I know it's, it's based off of what it what it is, but it's, it's that's men though, right? That's minimal. Yeah, no, that's the the max now. Hmm? That's just said the maximum. <laughs> hey, hold on, I got. Hey, they still making more. They still making more than most. Yeah, of yeah that's yeah, that's, that's right. real. It's just, it's just so crazy. So I, I gotta put them in this. 
I gotta put them in the same boat that I put with every other professional. I know them taxes is crazy though. Oh yeah, and you making money in different yeah. states? Because basically, what what do uh practice players uh practice team players make in the league? The NBA. In the NBA. No, nah, the NFL. NFL. Uh, I have uh, a intern. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. No, um, I don't. I don't know what they make. I don't. I don't think. It's uh, like hold on, intern. The intern on it right now. Really. So the intern told me that the NFL practice squad players make a minimum of eight thousand dollars per week that they are on the practice squad. If a player remains on the practice squad for an entire regular season, at a minimum salary of eight thousand dollars per week, he would have earned one hundred thirty-six thousand over the full regular season if he keeps his spot on the practice squad. Yeah, so yeah, but 136 is the minimum that you can make as a practice squad player. Hey, again, hey, bro, hey, you're making more than me. So. Yeah, true that. <laughs> just to play a game. Fact. So. But yeah, it's, it's the right step and moving in the right direction. That eight-year CBA, though, that seemed like, everybody else, CBA's been that long? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I think five, I think like five, six. Yeah, it just seemed like eight is a long time. But the... It's different though because the other groups, um, I said like it was like a separate. The, <laughs> the men's sports, their CBAs are pretty much based off TV deals and projections on the TV deal. Not necessarily. I mean, it is. It does involve their pay raises and things like that. But that's kind of already been locked in. But their TV deal is actually what makes their salaries. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like they do shorter agreements based off the projections, like. You got streaming and things like that coming. So, of course, TV viewing is going to go down. And then you also got, like, Hulu and YouTube and all that stuff, broadcasting live sports. That wasn't a thing that you was thinking about 10 years ago. So, if you would have had a CBA that stretched, like, 10, 15 years, you're going to be losing money based off, like, both sides would be losing money based off, like, what's going on in life. So, they do, theirs are bigger, more so on advertising and and, um, TV revenue, not necessarily salaries and Insurance and all that stuff that kind of just is just in there. Because like when you think about the last NBA CBA when they held out and it, and they started like on Christmas Day, I think it was like 2015, something like that, 14, 15. But whenever that was, they um their biggest thing was the Supermax that just started like what two years ago? Was it two years ago or was it three? Very years? recent. Whenever the Supermax started, yeah, that was the biggest thing for their CBA. Because the TV deal was like billions of dollars or whatever, so now you had like who was it? Was it? It wasn't Rudy Gay. Who was it? Um, I always get him mixed up with Rudy Gay. He looks nothing like Rudy Gay. Point guard that played for the uh, Grizzlies. Mike Conley. But now he with Utah. Mike Conley. Yeah, he was the highest paid dude in the, in the NBA just because he was the first person to be able to get the supermax. So it's like little stuff like that is what they project. Whereas WNBA, they just trying to get money right now. So. Yeah. Understandable, understandable. And uh, on that note, we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. All right. As you heard, I can't wait to hear your podcast, but I probably won't. Um. <laughs> That's what they're telling us. That's crazy. Don't say that. <laughs> hey, man, you guys, speaking, you guys, speaking into existence, everybody be listening to our podcast. Well, all right. I guess we got to be realistic, too, though. And, and um, um, and them, oh, both yeah. of them, at at, at the apartments. <laughs> Walk 
past the pot minister the other day and heard our, heard our voices. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. Crazy, but true. Yet, we don't know if these allegations are true or not. Um, Penn State, you got uh, Chris Humphreys. Nah, Chris Humphreys, is the, uh, that's the dude that married Kim Kardashian, right? Uh, Isaiah Humphreys, former Penn State football player, just filed a federal lawsuit against uh, Coach Franklin and the Penn State football team, citing hazing was done to him, um, and it was retaliation in his accusations of the football staff of said hazing. Um, allegedly, a couple of the Penn State's upperclassmen um, created a campaign to harass and haze the lower classmen, which, if you're familiar with uh, football or, uh, I'm not any, sure if it happens in basketball. Any sport. It's normal, any sport. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much any sports from high school up, uh, hazing is definitely a thing, um, and this is... No different case. Hold on, hold on, SB. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Collegiate sports or non-hazing organizations. Oh, shout out. To okay. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting legal here. <laughs> nah. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Humphreys alleges the abusers wrestled him to the ground, dry humped him. In addition to placing their genitals on his face and saying that they would, quote unquote, Sandusky him. Um, we the, can eliminate a lot of people from that conversation of who did that. <laughs> joke, I'm going to say joke, that it was no running back. Jokes, jokes tend to uh, jokes like that tend to come from a selects, uh, a select hue and weight size of people. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, let me yeah. let me give you some last names to see if this uh this helps out helps out <laughs> in your um <laughs> confirms your hypothesis. These are the alleged players who were uh, shepherding the hazing situation. Jesse Lukita, hmm. Yator Gross Matos. Nah. He is gross. Yeah. <laughs> the irony, nice. right? Uh, this just says Barber. Doesn't give a, a first name. I'm assuming it doesn't mean the team I'm Barber. His first name is probably Todd, I'm sure. Yeah. He's Todd Barber. He's Todd Barber. He's definitely he's definitely in the front. He's definitely in the front seven. On we, got, we got one. Micah Parsons. Oh, he didn't really do nothing. He just didn't like it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he the one who just wrestled him down, and then you know he let everybody else do their thing. Um, <laughs> just from personal experience. <laughs> I don't know. I seen people. I seen worse. Trash cans, and we're not gonna get into yeah. it. Yeah, we're gonna leave that alone. We're gonna leave that alone. Uh, mouth mouthpieces. And... No, we're gonna talk about it. No, we're gonna talk about it. No, we're gonna talk about it. We gotta, we gotta give a grass. Yeah. We gotta talk about it. Oh. <laughs> you said we gotta. It's gotta be Uh-oh. addressed. Uh oh. It, it has to be. Addressed. Oh, okay. Goddamn. No, go go ahead and continue, uh, because we gotta give the 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 way the good haze and the bad. Okay. Haze. So let me finish the backstory. So uh, Humphreys, <laughs> Humphreys, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 
Humphreys, well, now nah, this is confirmed. Humphreys left Penn State and transferred to. I was talking about the bad hazing. Oh, yeah, 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 Juju. That allegedly might have happened. Um, Humphreys left Penn State, went to Cal. Um, obviously, he's going to miss a year. And you muted yourself, SP. Uh, Humphreys is going to Cal, or actually already transferred to Cal from Penn State. Uh, he'll have to sit out a year due to NCAA rules uh, and so forth. Uh, the university actually looked into it, allegedly. Um, and they established processes in place for responding to claims of potential misconduct. And once they did their investigative work, they turned over their resources to the DA of the jurisdiction in which the school is. And in their findings, the district attorney decided not to char press charges or to pursue the charges. So right. about this, about this good hazing versus bad hazing. Elaborate. <laughs> well, first off, first off, before I get to that, with this transfer portal, if he would have did it right, he definitely got his year back. He could have transferred due to, uh, um, I forgot, uh, hardship, just like uh, Justin Fields mm. did. Because they was out there calling him niggas and all that during the game when his sister heard it. Um, so, yeah, he could have definitely. At Georgia? But I think they would have had to prove it. Mm -hmm. This was at Georgia that that happened to him? Yeah. Wow. The baseball, the baseball team was happening. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, you know <laughs> that 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 that, that, that clarifies it. I'm like, hold up, but South, North, uh, confused, Rust Belt, South, but all right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds but, sounds, uh, sounds very Gloucesterish. Oh. See, senor, right to, to somebody's, <laughs> you know, to to certain wrestling teams. <laughs> oh man, or very kicking tennis, like at the bottom yeah, of the pile. True that. True that. I got called nigga against Kiki Tan. Really? Why they was grabbing for genitalia? Yeah, I was like, why? What is, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so confused at the bottom of that pal. False. I'm like, yo, first we're blowing y'all out. Two, you're just like calling me a nigga. Like, come on now. That's not gonna help you score. But um, <laughs> the the good hazing versus bad hazing. I, I wouldn't say hazing, right? So we want to talk about team building <laughs> and earning your stripes. Team right? building. So, allegedly, I, no, I'm say allegedly. I played football for a majority of my life. <laughs> I mean, so I played football from. You must. Say, I mean, <laughs> no. Go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. Do you think? No, I played football for a nice stretch of my life, from you know teenagehood to to, to manhood. Majority of your life, basically, some would uh, say. Yeah, the majority of my life. No, actually, it was only a small stretch. I ain't played rugby, but that's okay. the last point. So, what I shall say is. When it comes to team building and and and, and senior mentorship and, and all such a, sort of things, you should be a lawyer. There's 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 a way. This wordplay is and, this wordplay is impeccable. Impeccable. Hey man, hey people do it all the time when they when they say no, we don't we don't haze. We're just taking a chapter out of their book. But so yeah, so two different things. So what what SP was talking about. It was very graphic. So he didn't open up on the Sandusky thing, but Sandu Sandusky was a nasty old man who was out here raping little boys at Penn State uh, football camps for years. Found out, went to jail. I think he got like 25 years. 
Joe Paterno got fired, died like a few weeks later because he got fired because football was keeping him alive. But basically, Jerry Sandusky was a very nasty man. So, for someone to get on top of you, wrestle you down, and say they're going to Sandusky you, they're basically saying they're going to rape you. That's that, yo. I'm fighting. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting. I'm calling home. Mom coming back because I'm about to go to jail. Yeah, you're not going to get on top of me and say you're going to rape me. I'm sorry. Then they also, like in the article I was reading, they was putting balls on niggas' face. Nah, that's not happening. Yeah, at that point, we fight. Anytime niggas neck. Genitalia. Yeah, niggas. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we fighting at that that's point. That's not happening. There's no, there's no way that we're not nah. fighting after that. That is no, that ain't That ain't it's happening like, anyway, but continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't let me get, that, hey, that's don't let me get to the car. <laughs> Do not let me get to the car. This is legal. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, registered in all states. My dad's in the military. So, um, but <laughs> no, but seriously though, the, the the stuff that they were talking about was more so like low key sexual harassment. Like it's a difference between like when I was joking about good hazing versus bad hazing. The the light hearted hazing type type stuff is like literally okay. I'm going to randomly smack a freshman or somebody new on the team in the back every day at the practice when, it, when it, as soon as he takes his uh, shoulder pads off. I'm not saying that that happened in life or I've seen it, allegedly. I'm going to have this younger individual carry all of uh, the equipment from the practice field. Carry my shoulder pads. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I'm not going to say that's happened yeah. before. I've never seen it, allegedly. I'm, yeah, I've never done it either. Alleg- but, um, <laughs> allegedly. Like, yeah, like, okay. That that's like the lighthearted stuff. Also, like, hey, let's all go to this one building that we all live in, and y'all all gonna lock arms and y'all all gonna sing a song, and y'all all better get it right. If y'all don't, y'all all gonna start over again. And then people start having pee, pee on themselves because they can't get it right. <laughs> but they stayed there and they kept going. Not that I saw that or it happened. But <laughs> again, team building. Like that's all you and your your guys or your gals. Y'all all came in together building. Next three, four years, you know. Bonds, bonds, bonds that can't be broken. Exactly. Unless you're female, you know. I think also, friends. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't going to be friends after the first quarter, the second yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, like stuff like that, honestly, that's like the lighthearted, even though they probably don't do that. That's like lighthearted type stuff. Once it gets to that sexual harassment <laughs> space of putting balls <laughs> on the, the, the gay shit. Stuff, yeah, I ain't gonna say it, but yeah, once it gets to that, it's like, yeah, you chill. Even, even taking empty trash cans and putting them over niggas' heads and beating them <laughs> at the practice. Allegedly. 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 That's, hey, again. Hey, frowned upon, was frowned upon but, no. but at the same token, it's not to, it's yeah. not to the extreme. How bad? You know, yeah, how bad was it? Really? Throwing niggas in the shower. After, <laughs> I was about to say throwing niggas in a trash can and rolling the trash can into the shower and turning it on. Hey, you were going to shower anyway. <laughs> definitely, definitely need a shower now. Nah, not not yeah. not saying that we've seen that or it's happened uh, allegedly, but stuff yeah. like that is of, of the the lighter hearted variety compared to somebody putting their balls on your face. That is for the extreme and and, and dry yeah. humping you telling you they're going. Yeah, you are just you getting your rocks. You are, justi- you, <laughs> like, you are justified to fight them. I don't. Uh, that's just no. Dog, if my child came home and said, "Dad, uh, tired high school, <laughs> got on top of me and said, 
He was going to Sandusky me. <laughs> so what did you do? <laughs> oh, you ain't do nothing? Okay. I encourage you to go back and pop off on this thing. Off, <laughs> off, this point. off the like, try something like, And if he's bigger than you, just sneak him and run. Yeah. Early. You said just I say hit him and run if he's bigger than you. Oh, no. You, you, you got to go low on, go low on him at practice. Yo, yeah. Nah. nah Torpedo nah, that nigga. What? Nah, no, nah, we take nah, nah. On a serious note, though, now that you mentioned that, that's how, that's how, that's how wild, that's how people do wild shit. Like shoot up. Well, I ain't gonna say shoot up schools. I ain't gonna go to that extent. But that's how. Oh, they just been. They yeah. They just something wrong with them, and they just can't handle <laughs> the teasing. That's that's what that is. But I mean, to that point, a lot of a lot of things can get escalated off of something like that happening and not being handled. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, dog. Like you can have that one dude, dope in football, but socially awkward. You don't know this. He a freshman. He coming in. He ain't had no friends in high school. He was just dope, like dope in football. Introvert, quiet. He's really crazy. You do all this, he snap. He on the news for doing something crazy. Miles Garrett. That's because you sitting there. Yeah, (laughs) Miles Garrett. They say he's like a he's he's a weird guy. Like they said, it cool, but he's just like a weird. He's not your normal football player type. This nigga he, goes home. He doesn't, and he doesn't talk fit, about he, Newton's proton. And he doesn't protons. fit the stereotypical mold of your average jock. Especially a D yeah. lineman at that. As big so as, as, as big you, as he is. Yeah, so these are the people that you with more than your family. And you're going to sit there and try to dry hunt me and tell me <laughs> you're going to rip out. I, I wish I might have thought. Man, look. Yeah. My mom is not even getting the call. I'm just going to sit home. I'm not calling her telegram. Get transferred right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to your point earlier, you said your son came home and told you that about a generation before ours, I was told, allegedly, if that were to happen, then your parent would whoop you for not whooping the other guy. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. I wish my son would come back. And tell me that. Yeah. Wait, son, why are you telling? Why are you to, not telling to, me that? To, 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 right. To, <laughs> to, make, to make to make matters <laughs> even more extent, if that were to happen to a child of mine, and then they this was a college setting where children were above the age of eighteen, which makes them adults. Yeah, I, I, I got to pull up to school. I got to. I might not get to the kid, but he gonna see me. He gonna see how you know what's going on with me. And yeah, <laughs> he, he got to. I'm, I, I'm, I got to go holler at the coach. Hey, bro, we we need to get this situated now. Regardless of the fact, especially if you got if you just got one of those kids that are just kind of like, I can say timid, but let's like, yeah, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it happen. I'm yeah, that's that. that uh, all right, first of all, we transferring. We transfer yeah, we we getting out of there. But before we but before we get out of there, right. nah, we I'm gonna holler at you. I got setting it on fire. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta holler at you. I gotta holler at the coach. We we need to have a sit down, and we need to figure out what's going on. One, that shit gay. Two, that's this. You know, this is my kid, so you, you're not just gonna no. Especially if you're grown. If you if you you're not gonna yeah. Sit down if if this and, if this is high school too. something like that where they're under eighteen, then it's like all right, this, that's different. I need to talk to your parents because I can't beat you up. So I, I need to talk to your parents and let them know what's going on. So. I need mm-hmm. to see that they're upset because if they're not upset, then I might, you know, we, I need to have a conversation. I need to have a conversation with your parents to, you know, to figure out what's going on here because I'm, I'm going to get upset with them at that point if they just think this is okay. 
Like, what if I put my my balls on your son's face? Then what? Like, and we need to. You don't want to be like Peter on that episode of Family Guy. Yeah, nah, it definitely ain't beating up little kids. Ironically, funny, I seen a post uh, <laughs> on Instagram uh, today. Two re- uh, two kid, high school kids were wrestling, and uh, one of the dudes dumped him on his head. Some uh, one of the illegal moves from what they were saying. Duh. And the dad ran. He oh, ran man. out. Yeah. He yeah. ran out and tackled the kid. I said, I'm not doing that one because that's I was. Yeah, they're still kids, so you can go to jail. Even though he got, yeah, he got that's arrested, so man. you can't. And the kid was okay. It wasn't like he was like Deservingly hurt. so. Yeah, so, no. But. But that's different from yeah, putting yeah, nuts yeah, on my yeah. son's head. Like, you putting your bare nuts on my son's head? First of all, I'm, are you kidding? Yeah, bro. Yeah, you know just, what? I might be. I might be. I, as petty as I'm, I am, that dude's going to definitely end up being a sexual. Uh, a sexual uh, take it all the uh, way to the top. <laughs> take it to the top. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. Yeah. I'm pressing charges. Yeah, he he can't live 500 feet near, uh, near parks and that. Yeah, hmm. life ruined. Uh, I don't know. Depends, can't yeah. even go buy tea bags. But no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chill. Hey, a little side note on that wrestling dad situation, Bruh, It's been some teams that. Matter of fact, I'll say this: every high school team I was on, and that's two. If that would have happened to a wrestler on our team, oh, it's on site. We we are we off. We clearing the bench on that one. Dad gonna get it today. Y'all, y'all jumping the dad. Facts, bro. <laughs> Be- oh, oh, hundred percent. I said, bro, if that was my son, they got that did the dumping, and somebody dad can run out there tackling my son like that on site. <laughs> I'm out the bleachers. We on the we, we wrestling on the mat. He getting power bomb. Oh, I, said, I might hit. You I might catch him with a tune. I might catch him with a tune throwing power drive out that bit. This man says, you catching you catching a, a couple of German. I'm Chris Benoit and you, dog. I ain't talking about killing you. You about to get about three three German suplexes in a row. Yeah. Oh, somebody just popped their Achilles. You got to pay for that. Yeah, that's crazy. But, uh, but another thing that's crazy is yeah. all this damn snitching going on in baseball. Six nine play Sorry, baseball. Man. So uh, I'm trying to come. As as. Some of you may know, the Astros were penalized in addition to uh, several other people around the league for uh, the cheating scandal. I think it was using electronic devices to steal signs. Yeah. Had buzzers in their jerseys to let them know what pitch was on the way. Um, or they, they used the cameras to... Uh, to film the signs. Um, it's a lot of cheating going on. And I didn't know this, but apparently uh, Major League Baseball is historically known for cheating being done. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Past the signs. I'm talking about past the signs. <laughs> no, nah, because they were... Oh, you're talking about juicing the ball? Yeah, they were talking about... Uh, what's the old boy name that's yeah. in the Hall of Fame? Pine Tar and whatnot. Pantar, yeah, on the, on the pitching, like, I mean, on the, uh, on the ball, on the under the hat, yeah, under the brim of the hat. Major League Baseball has players in their Hall of Fame who were specifically known as cheaters. Hey, but yet Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. He's, I mean, he's banned for baseball because he was betting. Yeah, see, and I think what I'm starting to see is I think what it was baseball is mad because he was he was he was tricking the money up. With the bets, 
But because I mean, like I said, it's been cheating. That's been I mean, essentially during the uh, the whole home run era and the steroids, with you had uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy mm, Sosa. Steroids ain't cheating, man. I mean, they they let it ride for so long, bro. And then steroids ain't cheating, dog. That don't make you don't help. The speakers, nah, it don't help you hit the ball with the eye hand coordination, but it damn sure will help you knock that joint in the in the out of space. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of speaking of cheat, uh, snitching, a lot of that a lot of that got uncovered by uh, Jose Canseco in his book. Bro, he been he been his book been been catching niggas up for years. Years. He he been catching cats up for years. Like they just go through the book like like every five years they read another chapter of the book and be like, oh. Okay, we got somebody else this time. Let's go ahead the and clear. Oh my goodness! As uh, what's this? The clear. <laughs> the clear. <laughs> Antler spray. Nah. Um. <laughs> Episode fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a leave Ray Ray alone though. I'm gonna leave him alone. I'm leave him alone. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good on that. Let a nigga try me. Try me. <laughs> I don't want to be on that hit list. Um, but all of the snitching that's been going on in baseball recently and in the past got me to thinking. I wonder how come none of these type cases and situations of enormous amounts of snitching haven't occurred in the NBA and NFL. Could it be the players that are participating in the sport? Hmm. Maybe. I shall say. <laughs> I'll say. I was always told, if it ain't none of your business, don't be saying nothing. <laughs> That's how I was raised. My, if it ain't got nothing to do with you and it ain't your business, you yokes. don't need to speak on it. Mind yours. But SP, it was one glaring hole in your, uh, your uh, eloquent synopsis of what's going on. You forgot to mention that the Red Sox were caught up in this too. Uh, we was gonna, I, I would expect. We was that. gonna leave that alone. No, no, because he was the man. He what, he was a mm-hmm. GM or manager for both teams. Yeah, he was a manager. Yeah, that was cool. He out there. He hey, this is what this is what happened with Josh McDaniels when he went to Denver. <laughs> man, he tried to record those practices, and I was like, Nah, nigga, you gotta go. There's <laughs> something going on in Boston, man. Nigga, just it's a cheating. Man, it's, a, it's a it's a title town. It's a cheating town too. But I guess. You, Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I don't, I don't know about the Celtics now. I don't. I, there's no cheating allegations there. Hey, I don't even know how you. How can you even cheat in basketball? Like pay the refs. And they like niggas under. It, it, it's, yeah, That's boy, about it. It has to. It had to do with something yeah. with the refs or, uh, I guess like what arena staff or something. It would have to be like some real internal. Something that you want to colluding. But yo, this nigga, this nigga Tim Donahue is on the sports betting commercial. And that pissed me off. I got mad again. For y'all don't know who I'm talking about. This is the referee who pretty much went to jail for being in the bed with the mob, betting on games, and got caught on it. Um, and he was doing it from like 2001 to like I think 2003 or something like that. But basically, when my team was the last time my team was really good, this nigga was out here tricking our games off, and specifically uh, tricking off. He was tricking off stuff with AI too. He was saying that uh, niggas would like intentionally call stuff on AI. Look at him wrong. It's a flag. It's a um, say flag. It's a, it's a uh, file. But yeah, this nigga's on sports betting commercials, man. 
Oh uh, yeah, what what's y'all's take on the whole snitching thing in baseball right now, and who's involved in such activities? Are you surprised? Nah, not at all. Niggas shoot every day, B. But nah. So, but when it comes to baseball, niggas shoot all the time. I found the funniest thing when it was they had a video of him running around, running around the bases at the home run. He like, yo, don't rip my jersey. Don't rip my jersey because <laughs> this nigga had the buzzer on him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw some articles about that exact scene that you're talking about. And apparently, after you hit a home, uh, I want to say a, a winner, a home run winner, a walk yeah, off. Game when they did, he said, "Don't rip my jersey." Don't rip. My yeah, jersey. after he hit the walk off, yeah, he basically didn't want anybody to touch him and went straight to the dugout, which is yeah. uncommon as hell in baseball. Yeah, you you sit there and you get beat up by your teammates. Was he the one, he the one to say he um, he didn't he wasn't involved in any of that stuff? No, he was he was the nigga that I posted on the um on the page. But then this what that's what blew me. His his niece didn't come out until I want to say it was his niece that came out and told about the buzzers in the jersey. But that didn't come out until he was already accused. Yeah. She was like, well, well, since we already got that uh, Pandora's box open, huh? this nigga has buzzers on him. But no, that, that's funny, though. This nigga running the bases like, don't rip my jersey off. Don't rip my jersey off. But no, I, I feel like to answer your question, though, I feel like, yeah, with, with us, it's kind of like how we were raised. Like, yo, don't, that ain't your business, man. Just stay out of it. So I feel like if they would have got popped, then possibly some situation could have happened. It would have to be a lot of pressure, but. Niggas be too scary to be doing that stuff on purpose, man. We done been through too much as, <laughs> Unpop- as, as people. Unpopular so, take. Yeah. MLB is a joke, man. How is that unpopular? It's a joke. <laughs> Our demographic ain't watching baseball. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> ain't too many people in general watching baseball. Yeah. But yet, they still got the biggest uh, salary. Well, I-, I mean, nah. I was going to say, I've never been to a Major League Baseball game, though. And the reason I bring that up is because I was actually having a conversation with someone who had just went to their first NHL game. And they were saying that being there in person was a completely different experience than what they expected. And I could relate because I think it was my junior year of college um, for wrestling. We actually had to volunteer at a, a NASCAR event. They were running the truck series and the bush series, and we volunteered as like security and other other little resources uh, for the organization that that owned that track and was uh, hosting the event. And I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. I could definitely see how NASCAR could be exciting if you're there. Now, mind you. Uh, 12 years before this, I have one of my cousins. He actually uh, is a huge NASCAR. Well, he was a huge NASCAR fan, uh, a big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan and Dale Earnhardt fan. And, dog, I tried to watch one race with him. I literally fell asleep, woke up thinking that this shit would be over. Dog, what? (laughs) 20 laps left. (laughs) I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But... Yeah, the games are fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're actually there, I can definitely see how it's a good time. Because, I mean, they let you bring in your own beer. Like, it's wild, dog. Like, they, they people get rowdy at the, at, the, uh, at the races. 
Yeah, I mean, watching cars zip around on TV ain't that fun. But the, their video games are pretty Oh, cool. yeah, most definitely. That. Shout, shout out to Jeff Gordon. Um, but, yeah, um, oh, I already answered my bad. It's on cue. Uh, no, NFL, NBA, I don't see this happening, especially to this extent where it's just people just getting dropped, dropping down left and right. I think folks going <laughs> Folks gonna take if they get caught up in something, they just gonna take their L and, and move on with it. But uh, like you should do, yeah, like you should do. But I mean, you know, baseball is a different breed of individual. So there's there the you know sometimes that that breed of individual is used to dropping dime to lessen the load on themselves per history. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. That's just that's just not oh, how shit. that's just not how another uh, extra hamstring and and their muscle an extra muscle in their hamstring individuals <laughs> that's not how those individuals operate. Nah, oh, but uh, really, realistically, I don't see, like I, said, I don't see that happening as far as basketball and uh, football. It's just like I said, it's just I don't know. It's just it's no, it's just, that's just not Is something. It a cultural that you, thing? I think so. I do. Like you said, most people, a lot of people, grow, hey, man, yeah, most people, pills. a lot of cats are brought up <laughs> not snitching or like like Kyle was saying, you just mind your business. Like if that ain't got nothing to do with you, then what you worrying about it for? You you got you got your problems to worry about. So you going around? No, you can literally see it. Uh, uh, but see, you, you sitting there trying to mind everybody else's business instead of minding your own. But um, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say you can you can literally see another team over there cheating, but you take your L. Yeah, you might. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in that situation, you see somebody. Yeah, you, you might complain, but it ain't like yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. That's a different situation. If, if I see y'all over there cheating, then that's different. But if we get caught up in some stuff, and I know you was either involved or I just know something else that you did, and then I just start dropping down six nine style, it's kind of like. Why? Why are you doing this? Like you, like you say, you take your another correlation that I found. Uh, whistleblowing. There's a there's a particular type of individuals that we generally see True. as the whistleblowers of a certain age and distinguished area. Also, indeed. But hey, I mean. It's wild. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, y'all want to know what else is wild? This uh, can't. That this was episode number. No, nah, this uh, Kansas, <laughs> this uh, Kansas, Kansas State brawl that just went down. Dude, uh, bench clearing. Oh yeah, bench clearing into the crowd. Well, not into the crowd, but mm. but it was yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty intense. But he got a shot blocked at the end of the game. They were Kansas. Kansas was up big anyway. But buddy got a shot blocked at the end of the game, and then blocked it. Stood over top of him talking cash, and then <laughs> bench is clear. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. People definitely still got pride, no matter how bad you get your butt yeah. whooped. I'm talking about punches going like legit punches, not no cats ain't playing around type situation. Somebody had a chair. Hmm. I'm gonna have to see the highlights on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop. 
some red yeah, shirts he, will be burned. He <laughs> he destroyed his shot, and then I'm talking about stood over top. It's gonna be a dope picture. It's gonna be a very dope picture. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a rival too. So, but uh, on that note, I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to episode Ray Lewis for SP fifty two. For those who don't know, oh man. <laughs> But yeah, we'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of Counseling Clutch, episode 52. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, hopefully, Roy will be back off of FMLA next week. You never know. And uh, if y'all got anything that y'all want to let us know, what y'all love about the show, what y'all don't like, which it shouldn't be anything, uh, let us know via Instagram. If y'all have any, uh, any, any topics y'all want to let us know about, anything y'all want to hear us talk about, Shoot it to us. We'll we'll run through the course of the ringer and see if we can add it on to the show. And uh, yeah, episode fifty-two. We're still rolling along. Consistency, you know, it's a big thing. Y'all keep tuning in. We'll keep producing. And we out. Thank you for watching the council show. Was that supposed to be like an African voice?